Welcome once again to the Room Fix Podcast. I am your host, David. I am here with JR and Charles. Welcome, welcome, welcome. everyone. To the Grim Fix Podcast, thank you all of you who have subscribed, who have followed the podcast, who have subscribed to the podcast, who have subscribed to our YouTube channel. Thank you, thank you, thank you for those of you who share the podcast and the videos. I appreciate that very much. And if you have not done so, yeah, now is a good opportunity for you to click to subscribe to the podcast or if you are watching us through our YouTube channel, it's a good time to subscribe to the channel, to click on that subscribe button and activate the notification bell so that every time we upload an episode, you are one of the first people to watch, listen, and enjoy, and hopefully share. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, I also want to remind you, you can find us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram as the Grim Fix Podcast. If you have a story you want us to discuss, to read, to talk about, to laugh about, make jokes about, or simply if it's something serious, obviously, right? You just want us to read it. If it's interesting, we will discuss yes. it. You can send it to us at the Grim Fix Podcast at gmail.com. Remember that it can be murder a, confession. Yeah, a murder confession. It could be a conspiracy <laughs> theory. It could be a paranormal <laughs> story. It could be a haunted, creepy story, whatever. If it's interesting enough, we'll talk about it. All right. All right. We should do it. We should do a conspiracy theory episode. Yeah, we could do that. We got to find something very um conspiracy theory. That's really there's, interesting. There's so many. I used to like the show that um Jesse the Body Ventura had. Which one? Was it? Was it? I think was it named Conspiracy Theory. Please don't it say it's about wrestling. No, no, it was called I think Conspiracy Theories, and he talked about so many interesting things. He he would talk about obviously conspiracy theories, but that's where I first heard about Harp. You guys ever heard about Harp? I uh, think that it's a thing that causes uh, earthquakes and stuff. Yeah. So uh, supposedly, right? <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. The government has um, this facility where they have these machines and like these panels that go outside and supposedly they can control the weather with that. They can make earthquakes. They can make hurricanes. They can make tsunamis. Supposedly. That sounds interesting. But it's really interesting. Like the show, I, I think it was great. And he did he did an episode about that. He did one about aliens, obviously. He did one about 9-11. <laughs> he did one about 9-11. Area 51. He did about Area 51, the Roswell case. Um, He did, I don't remember if they talked about Chupacabras, but I think they spoke about the shapeshifters. There was, um, I think, the one, oh, there was one about... um. Like mind control, MK Ultra. What's that? 
I've heard yeah. you mention that before, and I meant to look it up. And what's MK Ultra? That's where they like literally they brainwash people. That was like a military tactic or something. Okay, I mean it, it could it could be that same episode because I know he talks about military, and he talks about yes, I think it is yeah because they talk about brainwashing, they talk about how um, so the government has these um again machines or computers or whatever it is, solar panels or satellites whatever it is, and supposedly they can use that to like telepathy where they can send messages and subliminal messages to people without people knowing it and just makes wow. people do shit. I guess it was really, really interesting. That I don't know why he got canceled. I don't know if, I mean, that could be a conspiracy theory in itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, he was bringing too much truth. <laughs> so he got canceled. Got I don't know. Canceled. Or he ran out of info. Now, I doubt that there's so much info out there. Oof. But like he was he was like he was digging into these like government topics that. Yeah, people people disappear for stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was it was good shit, man. I, I loved it. But yeah, we could do probably an episode about I don't know where you just got to pick one and like really. Dig into it and I think he did one about that, too. That's also cool. The Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, how do you explain these planes that they go flying and then they appear somewhere like in the other side of the planet and you go like, how did I get here? Uh-huh. Well, like right now, the there was a plane, right? Uh, I think it was in 2014 or 2015. No, that was 2014. And a plane coming from one of the Asian countries, not really sure right now. I'm not going to look it up, but supposedly that plane, it was a big plane, right? Full of passengers and they still can't find that plane. Like there's no, no trace of it at all. Like it disappeared, it's, it's, disappeared from it's gotta the radar. It's going to be all in the bottom of the ocean. But they searched, like they searched and tracked like quickly. It wasn't like, oh, six months later. No, no, I'm talking about immediately. They started like searching and and searching obviously the ocean and they never found anything. There's no communication, nothing. The kraken lives there. Oh. <laughs> really? The isn't there like isn't there like a new COVID uh strand that's called the kraken? Yeah. Right. <laughs> really? Kraken. <laughs> the kraken. The kraken. Um, but that sounds so, like this show, The Manifest. Yes, that's I was thinking about that. Like, man, yeah, I try to get through that show. And I remember my brother was like, oh, shit, this this show is the shit. You should watch it. Oh, I've been binge watching it. They put it up on Netflix. They renewed it. The series because they had gotten canceled. But I kid you not. I saw season one. I don't think I even finished it, but maybe by the sixth episode, I was like, all right, I had enough of this. I think I it's saw just, all the first two seasons and that's it. It's just, it got, it got, I lost interest. Me. Yeah. Yeah. It, like it X-Files. dragged. It X-Files. dragged. No, I don't. The what? The X-Files. The mm-hmm. Got boring. Yeah. The yeah, X-Files, X-Files, they made a remake to it. Didn't they? They make a new season or some shit. 
like a few years ago. I'm not I'm sure. Not sure. I never watched it. I'm not sure. Though. I've seen the original, but I haven't. That these shows they make remakes of them, and I I get it. You have to adjust to the times, and but it's just I don't know, man. It just they they kill it. They try to put politics into everything now, and and it just it gets boring to me. Like I watch enough of that on the news. I watch TV to forget yep. about what's going on in life. I don't need to be constantly reminded of the yep. same thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so a lot of these shows. Yeah, that's what happened with. Uh, I haven't watched the new Fresh Prince either. Oh, I, I what? Was got a new Fresh Prince? Yeah, like two years ago. I don't. I don't know if it's still going. I didn't know. You know? I, didn't know I didn't even know that it was. It's the not the same characters, right? No. 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 I saw the trailer. They yeah, went like, like more dra- drama-ish. Yeah, it's very cinematic. The cameras, it doesn't look like sitcom cameras. Yeah, it's not very a funny cinematic. show. It's not, you know, it's more of like, yeah, dramatic. Like drama. Uh, ah. New characters. Uh, ah, well, same characters, different actors. Well, like I the think Will Smith was behind too. it. Yeah, I think he's like an executive producer or something. Um, And he must, he must know he fucked it up. Well, I mean, they're adjusting to the times, and uh, apparently, people like it. I, Ew, I haven't watched on. it, so I, I, I haven't me. seen it. Tell me, when you saw it the first time, you enjoyed it because it was funny. Yeah, yeah, right. And this one is dramatic; it's not going to be funny. So he must know he fucked it up somewhere. No, I just um, think they're just trying to appeal to a different crowd. Yeah. You know, they're not trying to appeal to the 90s crowd. They're trying to, you know, to the new generation. I mean, it's most of these shows. That's what they're doing. They they make them more dramatic. That's what kids like now. Um, yeah. They did the same like thing they to say by the bell. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like when, when you see we live in a world full of drama. Okay. So we try to watch shows to, I don't know, forget about it for a while and entertain yourself. But then all you're seeing is the same, the same thing. So, I mean, again, I know they're appealing to the new crowds, new audience. Um, Whether it's doing well or not, I don't know because I haven't seen it. I know they did the same thing with Wonder Years also. They made a remake to it. They made it a uh, little more cinematic. Um, I think it's a black family now. But again, I don't know if it's good or not. I, I don't know. I I'd rather stick with what I, I already saw. If I liked it yeah. back then, that's it. Yeah. Let the new generations enjoy. Yeah, it's shows. like that. that yeah. The new one I said, the new um, Boy Meets World. The Girl Meets World. Some shit like that. Yeah, I tried watching that. I couldn't. No, that's garbage. I, I watched like two or three episodes and I was like, all right, nope, it's not for me. Um, and, the new punk, and the new Punky Brewster. That I haven't seen. I saw the I saw the new Punky Brewster. I saw, it's, well, it was all right. It was I, I like it, it was like Fuller House. Fuller House. Fuller House. Right. Also, like I Fuller tried House. watching and I, I, I tried watching. I couldn't. And I remember I was so past, excited like, the when they announced episode. it. I was so excited. I was like, "Oh shit! Oh yeah, you know you." They don't have the Olsen twins. You're basically like Roseanne. Nostalgia. Well, Roseanne. there Connor I have is to good. Defer from you guys, I mean from you, because I actually like the Connors. I do. I, I like. Do. I, I do, but it's not the same without uh, with you know Roseanne from the equation. Still, I still like. It's it. enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do agree. 
I mean, I it's, like an, it. it's annoying because, again, the new generations now and, like, the way Darlene's kids, like, don't respect her and shit, like, it, it bothers me a little bit. <laughs> but it's, it's it's actually a good show. I I like it. it I mean, it's, you do miss it's still it, It's still a very relatable show. Yes. That's, and, and the that's fact what... that it, it held up without yeah. Roseanne. Yeah. That was great. It's like and the it's office. still holding up. Yeah, like the office when the main character, Steve Carell, as Michael Scott left, a lot of people thought that the show was going to get canceled immediately. And it actually held up for like two more seasons and they were pretty good. I know they have also, um, you guys haven't watched it, but How I Met Your Mother, they also they have How I Met Your Father. I haven't seen any of them yet. I'm pretty sure they're going to ruin it. So I haven't even bothered watching it because <laughs> how I met your mother is such a brilliant show. It's I'm telling you, Neil Patrick Harris is so brilliant in that show. The script, the comedy, the jokes, they're so consistent with their writing. Like they, 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 they touch on these stories that go ahead a few seasons and then a few seasons later, they'll go back to that the exact same way. Like, they, it's like little details that usually shows fuck up on that. Not there, man. They're, they were okay. very consistent with the writing. And I don't know, just the character. I think all the characters are great. Super funny. I, it's a, I, mean, I kind of watched that shit. <laughs> but I've I recommend so if you like comedy, if you like cracking up and laughing, I yes, recommend I, that show to everyone. It's such a great show and it's hilarious. Really good. Really, really good. Okay. So you mentioned you want to see Titanic. Yes, this indeed, I do. <laughs> Why? Because I didn't know they were gonna do like release it in the theaters again. Yeah, it's the 25th anniversary. They have 25 years. 25th anniversary. 25 years. And yes. And they decide to put it in the movie theater again. Yep. And you know, I mean, the only thing is, that's going on that movie is the 3D. Remastered 4K 3D. And people will go and watch it. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. No, of course. I mean, it was a great it. movie. I remember when I wanted to see it, I was a, still a teenager. And I tried various times to get tickets, and it was always sold out. Hey, one one question. You just said you were still a teenager. Yeah. You meant you was a teenager. What do you mean? You're not a teenager now. <laughs> I know, but I was still a teenager during that period. That's what I meant by that. I was a teenager. So, I mean, but I, I remember trying to get in various times. And I was able to get in because a friend of mine bought tickets and couldn't go. And he sold me his tickets. Great movie, by the way. Great movie. It made billions. Not not Just, to go see in the movies, but... It made billions. I also read that um, with the release of this movie, I, I think something is going to come uh, from National Geographic, like uh, Titanic-related. Y literalmente él contrató un científico that they were going to prove once and for all that Jack couldn't fit in the door with Rose. 
Oh my God, they're still on that. Uh, yes, for some reason, people are still like, yeah. Rosetta, well, because the movie, blah, blah, blah. they had that giant door, and in the movie, they could have fit. So he scientifically proves with the help of somebody, and they picked two personas con the same height, same weight, and they scientifically proved. I don't know what happened because no ha salido the documentary, but uh, apparently on February. That must be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So only he doesn't exist in the whole freaking thing anyway. But, but what do you think? El Caviano. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I again if I base it on the movie, yes. He fit. Yeah, but in then the boat life, was gonna sink. That's why the so way your life, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, uh, the truth is. I don't know. Me putting myself in that position, I don't know that I could just let go and be like, oh, I'm going to drown here. I don't think I could do that. You'd be like, bitch, get off. Like, no, I mean, think about it. It's not like. Let's take turns. It's not like it was your wife, somebody you developed this deep emotional connection to where obviously you want her to live. It's not like it's one of your children where obviously you would give up your life in a heartbeat for your for your kids. Yeah. This is a person he met Ooh. and banged on a boat. <laughs> Fine. He fell in love with her. Okay. You can feel he's in the emotions at, at the moment. But how he, deep was your love so quickly that you're like, oh, <laughs> I'll just I'll just sink here. <laughs> I don't know that I could do that, man. I, I really don't. I I don't know. He was like, yo, at least let us trade places for a little while. <laughs> but okay, so him. he was infatuated with her, but I don't, I don't know. I think I, I would have been like, I consider that door would have held them both if they would have just laid sideways. But then, I, but then like again, turns or something. But, but then again, she saved him from drowning. Remember that he was cuffed to the thing. She saved him. Right, I mean, this is the least. Anyway, you could well, do. I mean, a life for a life. Nah, well, man, you should have let me drown with the handcuffs. <laughs> exactly. Save me, so then I'm gonna kill myself. You know how sucky <laughs> that is. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, again, I pray to God that I never find myself in a situation like that. But knowing myself, I would have looked for a way. I would have held on to one of the boats, something. But yeah. just if I drown. I'm going to drown trying to survive. I'm not just going to let myself go and sink. You know what? He could have left her there on the door. He could have swam somewhere, grabbed onto another door or something else. Yeah, I would have waited for somebody to drown, grab their door, something. But remember, the water was very cold. I mean, you're not thinking straight. True. You're but not yeah. thinking straight. I would have. No, but I, yo, survival, of... survival kicks in. Survival Animal, skills I would have tried to in. grab onto one of these boats. Some, something, man. Something. I don't. I don't. I don't know that I could have been like you know, just give up. Again, if I drown, I think I would have drowned trying harder to survive. That's mm -hmm. just me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Did you watch Dexter New Blood? No, no. I haven't seen Dexter. I, period. the The last episode was the last one where he apparently died 
the boat, blah, blah, blah. And after that, yeah. And after that, I didn't Shit. watch the new one. Yeah, so you know, was they, did it? One, they did one new season. Yeah. How was it's it? actually pretty good. It's just the end. I don't know. What is it with these people and these endings? <laughs> terrible. Better than the other one, though, but terrible. Um, but nah, it was actually pretty good. Um, this guy, the one that does the voice of Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob, uh, his name. he's like the main. Uh, he's one of the main characters there. It's pretty, but it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so to watch it. Where is it? Showtime. Yeah, I think it's Showtime. But it was pretty good. It's like it's, it's probably like I think maybe six or eight episodes. Oh, okay, yeah. And I said they ended right there. Yeah, the one um, I started watching was Hunters. So what do you think about it? I I actually liked it. <laughs> I haven't seen further in, but damn, I like you it. like it. I'm telling you, <laughs> this shit. It's, the, it's and that kid that kid comes out there, Jonah. I think that's his name, Jonah. Yeah. He comes. He's the the main character from um Percy Jackson. Yeah, nobody cares about him, but that story. <laughs> yo, that's, <laughs> that story. No, but I was like, I was trying to look for you know um, uh, actors and actress that that were known. I just Al Pacino. That's it. Yeah, and um. Nah, man, that story is, is fire, kid. Telling you, Friday, I'm I'm waiting for the 13. By the time you guys hear this episode, it has come out already. <laughs> what I don't know if they're just gonna release like one episode a week, or if they're gonna release the whole season. Even though it's Amazon Prime, I'm pretty sure what they'll do is one episode a week, because they do the same shit with uh boys, which you mm-hmm. losers haven't seen either. <laughs> boys, man. <laughs> so speaking of dexter today's case we have a real life dexter basically so for those of you like jr that have not seen dexter dexter was a guy who had psychopathic tendencies right right we we can say that way charles Yeah. yeah 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 He had psychopathic tendencies, and he felt, since he was young, he felt the urge to kill. And he was adopted by a police officer. The police officer early on caught on to his tendencies and decided to show him a way to fulfill that urge without hurting innocent people. All right, so far, explaining yeah. it well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Dexter, as he grows up, his uh, adoptive sister, she becomes a police officer in Miami, and he <coughs> is a blood spatter analyst for the Miami Police Department. So obviously, since he works for the police department, he has info and intel that not everyone has. So what he does is he studies these criminals and decides to fulfill his urges of killing by simply taking out these people that deserve to be taken out. With that said, we have found a case that is not exactly the same thing, 
but it's sort of the same thing. The idea is there. So, exactly. So, ¿Cuándo, ¿cuándo fue que pasó esto? What year was it? It was in the 70s. So maybe they grabbed that idea. They did this show. Who knows? Probably. Who knows? So, I mean, when you look at cases, when you look at shows like Dexter, the reality is Dexter is the villain because he's the one murdering people. But he is a villain that people root for. So he's sort of the hero of the show. So the reason why I'm saying this is because I want those of you who are listening and watching to drop a comment. And I want to hear your take on this. Do you think that this person is a hero or do you think that he is a villain? Or a mixture of both? Please explain. We want to read these comments. Um, by the end of the show... Each of us will probably say what we think if he is a villain, in our opinion, or if he's a hero. I got my thought on that. So. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> after we look, after talking about and reading <laughs> stuff that we've read before, it's it's the obvious. You know, it's the obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've made this uh, question a lot of times. Yeah. We gotta put him with um this guy at the the beast. <laughs> nah man, still tell me that editing, would be cool. Nah, still editing that episode. I still felt <laughs> sick listening Dirty. to the information that we were reading. I mean, there's there's a ton of for those of you who heard last week's episode, there was a ton of footage that I had to remove. Because we were reading. I mean, we weren't commenting. We were reading the information that we had. And the truth is it went into this graphic detail, which is, I mean, you want to know. And we invited everyone to search Google and find it. But the information was so. And I've read tons of stories like this. I don't think I've ever felt the way I felt reading that story. It was so graphic and gruesome, and the fact that it was children. That's, like that's me, where it affects more. It made me sick to my the fact stomach. That it was children. Yeah, I mean, and there was a ton. I'm talking about a ton of stuff. And mind you, while we were recording it, we were aware that there were things we shouldn't say. So we mm -hmm. didn't say all of it. But even the stuff that we said, I had to eliminate a lot of it. It was just too graphic. But yeah, I invite all of you, if you haven't listened to that episode, it was on Luis Garavito, the monster or el monstro of Colombia or the priest of Colombia. Yeah, I invite everybody to go and check it out. Tribiling, so, tribiling. Tribiling, aka Goofy. <laughs> Who are we talking about? We are talking about Pedro Rodriguez Filo, how it's pronounced in Spanish. If it's in English, is Pedro Rodriguez Filho. <laughs> the real Filho. life, right? Quote unquote, the real life Dexter. Dexter. Um, from Brazil, if I'm not mistaken. So, Charles. Oh, 2021. Please count to the center stage, please. 
Charles, please come to the center stage. <laughs> Your balls are showing. <clears throat> says, um, can I just say Pedro? Do I have to say Pedro Rodriguez? No, 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 no. Just, uh, no, Pedro. just say Pedro. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Uh, Pedro, Pedro isn't exactly Dexter, but he is a serial killer who murdered other criminals, which would make him one of the nicer serial killers. Oh, you're lagging. That is so <laughs> nicer. <laughs> um, Pedro is one uh, is one serious serial killer. He's responsible for at least 70 murders, 10 of which he committed before he reached the age of 18. So he was pretty active <laughs> since the early ages. When it Very. comes to Pedro, uh, though, being a good guy can actually pay off. Rodriguez targeted victims who, for the most part, weren't just average, everyday people. Described by one analyst as the perfect psychopath, Rodriguez went after other criminals and those who had wronged him. Uh, Rodriguez's life started out rough from the moment he came into the world. He was born in 1954 in Minas Gerais, Brazil, with an injured skull as a result of a beating his mother took from his father while she was pregnant. Oh, there it goes. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really hard. The, the, the common denominator. The common denominator, daddy. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what? Usually all these kids that, that are abused are abused like after they're born. He wasn't he was abused since he was in the belly. That's yeah, sad. Rodriguez committed his first kill when he was just 14. The victim was his town's vice mayor. The man had recently fired Rodriguez's father, who was working as a school guard for allegedly stealing food from the school. So Rodriguez shot him in front of City Hall with a shotgun. Balls E. Balls. That's and a balls vice mayor. Z. Not went, a care in the world. Well, His, you, you get kicked in the head, you ain't gonna care nobody. <laughs> so it makes you think, like, um, right. He was, I mean, if, if his father was beating his mom, and I mean, if, if a man, this is me assuming here, but if a man has the heart to beat a woman while she's pregnant with their child, I mean, to the point where, where he was born with a deformity or a condition because of this, I want to think that while... What's his name? Pedro was a child. He was also being, I don't want to say beaten, but right, but also like mistreated, uh, abused physically. Yeah, a person that's been around violence. Exactly. But then you go and your first murder you commit. This is for all you fathers out there. Sometimes, even though if you're a piece of shit, sometimes you're you can be a hero in your kid's eyes just in yep. case to the point where again you know he felt the need to shoot a vice mayor because he got his father fired accusing him of stealing right Ooh, accusing him of being food. a thief of food when it wasn't even him all right continue his second murder wasn't long after Rodriguez went on to murder another guard who was the supposed real food thief. There we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> and all before 18. And all before 18. 
Not a care in the world. He fled to the area of Mogidas Cruces in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Once there, Pedro killed a drug dealer and participated in some burglaries as well. He also fell in love. Her name was Maria Aparecida Olimpia. So that was, yeah, that's a mouthful. <laughs> and, the two, and the two lived together until she was killed by gang members. Olympia's mm. death spurred Rodriguez next crime spree. He tracked down several people related to her murder, torturing and killing them in his mission to find a gang member who took Olympia's life. That's that sounds like machete. Right? Yeah. That's, tell me that's not a freaking movie right there. Yeah. That's Aaliyah what I'm Misa fucking movie. talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Lethal Weapon 4. Charles Bronson. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's good. That's good stuff right there. That's good shit there, man. (laughs) All right, continue. Uh, The next notorious murder Pedro committed was also one of vengeance. This time, the target was his own father, the same man he committed his first murder on behalf of. Uh, Rodriguez's father had used a machete to kill Rodriguez's mother and was doing time at a local prison. Pedro visited his father in jail where he killed him by stabbing him 22 times. Mm. Just like you said, balls. balls he did like, it in freaking in, jail. In, he yeah. went to visit and stabbed him 22 times. Yeah, this guy's wow. gangster, man. Gangster. <laughs> and yet yep. he's the nicest serial killer. And he is the nicest one. I mean, <laughs> but then again, that was one like in the 70s. Yeah, things he, things he were caught on seventy seventy three. Things were things were weird in the seventies. Hmm? <laughs> hey, I was born in seventy three. <laughs> Weren't things uh, funny in the seventies? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> then, then taking things to a whole other level, Rodriguez proceeded to cut out his father's heart before chewing on it. Mm. Now that is gangster. Now this guy is. Bad ass. I'm telling you, I was reading this story last night and I was like excited reading it. I was like, holy shit, this guy is fucking gangster. Man. You and I were in the same boat. I was like, yes. He like, had this hit. is he had hated his up heart. like yes. He really had yes, hated he his heart. And he said it. he was gonna eat on, he was gonna eat his heart out. But you know what's funny? In a lot of uh, um other articles, they call him a cannibal. And he's not just because he chewed on his father's heart out of anger. He chewed yeah. it and spit it back onto the body. Onto the they, body they, yeah. out of anger. Articles, they, they make it. Yeah, but they make it sound in other articles. They make it sound like he was just munching on it. And eat, <laughs> yeah, like he, he didn't. And it's not it. like that. He just spit it back on the, on the body. Oh, um. So it says that he was finally arrested on May 24, 1973. He was placed in a police car with two other criminals, including a rapist. When the police opened the car door, they <laughs> discovered that Rodriguez had killed the rapist. So, no había perdón para la puñalada de Conan. No. I wonder how he killed him. Exactly. How did he kill him inside a it, police car? They never say. Because if you're, I'm assuming, if you're in a in a squad car, you're going to be handcuffed. Yeah. It was and the 70s. And if they handcuff you, I don't know. Yeah, and it's Brazil. We don't even know. They just put him in a oh, car. True, like, true, yeah. true. We trust you enough to stay here. They didn't pat him or anything. <laughs> like, just sit in the car. 
That's it. Don't, don't move. Know. Stay right. They were, they were probably, yo, I, 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 they were probably like all for it. The cops were like, yeah, we'll leave you here. Yo, you did a good job, you know, but I still have to arrest you. Yo, can you imagine, right, when they open the door and the rapist is dead, the police just starts clapping. <laughs> just imagine that shit. Like, good job, man. All right. It was the start of a whole new chapter, being thrown in prison where he was surrounded by convicts. Well, that was Rodriguez's bread and butter. I love how they put it, bread and butter. That was his bread and butter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Pedro killed at least 47 of his fellow inmates which made up a majority of his murders it's reported that the convicts Rodriguez killed while incarcerated were ones who he felt deserved retribution he was interviewed saying that he got a thrill and joy out of killing other criminals he also said that his favorite method of murder was by stabbing or hacking with blades mm, personal Graphic. Mm, Graphic. Very personal. Though so Pedro was initially sentenced to 128 years in prison, the crimes he committed while he was in jail upped his sentence to 400 years. But by Brazilian law, the maximum prison sentence is 30 years. So, the like, 30. I wonder why they do that, right? Like, in Colombia also, they had, what was it, a 40-year max? Even though now they upped it to 60 now they Maybe it's because 60. those things hardly happen over there. Yo, if they would have, if they would have left, them, think about it. If they would have left them in 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 jail, those supposedly four hundred years, would he have finished off the whole, you know, probably prison, the whole jail, the whole prison, the whole yeah, block A, one by one. He'll probably be the only probably. one there. <laughs> hey, he would have done a good um, job. <laughs> it says that he served an additional four for the murders he carried out in prison. So in 2007, he was released. Uh, Pedro is notorious in Brazil, not just for the many people he killed, but for the promising the murder of other criminals. Oof. And that's where the article ends. That's what I got to <laughs> say. <laughs> Yo. A pat on the back. I take my pat hat on off. This freaking guy, man. Um, he was gangster. So I was reading here. There's a website called latinpost.com. And um, I mean, it's basically the same information is very summarized. Uh, it just has maybe like a few other details uh, where it says like Brazilian Pedro Rodriguez alias Lil Pedro Killer or Pedrino Matador, right, was his nicknames. He's one of Brazil's most infamous serial killers who was convicted of 71 murders, born in Minas, Gerais, in 1954. He killed his first victim when he was only 14 years old and went on to kill for more than three decades. Right? Pilo right. reportedly killed his own father as a form of revenge for murdering his mother, which we discussed while growing up. Philo and his mother were heavily abused by his father, who ultimately killed and dismembered his wife. The Brazilian serial killer promised to avenge his mom's death, fulfilling his promise even while he was in prison. According to the son, Philo stabbed his father 22 times before he cut out his still beating heart and chewing on it. That's uh, nasty. Quote, it says, I cut out a piece of his heart. I chewed it, but I didn't swallow it. 
I chewed it and threw it over the body, he said about this gruesome act. Rolling Stone reported that Pedro is believed to have killed 10 people by the time he reached 18 years old. These included the vice mayor of his town who fired his father and security guard who he believed framed his father. From a young age, Philo reportedly had the urge to kill. This is why I wanted to read this, because this is where it ties to like Dexter ish. Mm -hmm. He had the urge to kill, which manifested when he was 13. After killing the vice mayor, his father and guard, he also murdered another man he believed was the real thief behind a theft he was previously accused of. So apparently there was a, you know, a robbery and they accused Pedro of it. So he got his uh, vengeance. After the killing, Filo fled to Sao Paulo. While on the run in Sao Paulo, he met a woman named Maria Parecida Olimpia and proposed to her. This was while Philo was in the middle of a crime spree of robbing the slums and murdering a drug dealer. Right? As an act of revenge, the dealer's fellow gang members brutally murdered his then pregnant fiance. See, so his, his wife or his fiance was pregnant when they killed her. So not only yeah, they so killed he must her, have been they, failed, they killed his kid. However, this just spurred the serial killer to commit even more acts of violence. He later went mm-hmm. on to torture and killed more people in order to get his revenge. He later found out that the gang was organizing a wedding. He went to that wedding and killed many of the gang members. This all happened when he was still 18. So oh, geez. Pino, Pino was finally <laughs> captured in 2000. Why it says 2003? No, this is he was captured in 73 and was eventually convicted. However, even in prison, he continued to kill fellow inmates, particularly rapists. While he was convicted of 71 murders, Philo claimed to have killed more than 100 people in his lifetime. He reportedly killed over 40 inmates while in prison, which increased his sentence to 400 years. The Brazilian serial killer was initially sentenced to 127 years in prison, according to Grunge. Brazil does not have a lifetime sentence, and an inmate cannot serve more than 30 years in jail for each crime. Thus, Fido was able to walk free in 2007 after serving a total of 34 years in prison. Nowadays, the serial killer is walking free in Brazil, and he has his own YouTube channel called Pedrino X Matador which means Pedrino X killer. He now has more than 250,000 subscribers. Wow. Wow. Man. In a 2020 we need, podcast. Yo, we need those grim publics. Words. <laughs> in a 2020 podcast, Pedro was asked whether he would kill again. And he answered, no, quote, no, I would only kill again if someone came to take my life or the lives of people I love who are my family, end quote. He added, nobody said it would be easy. I assume my mistakes. I paid my penalty, so I don't need to be judged or defended by anyone anymore. And this was, again, this was, what was it? Latinpost.com. This was written by Rick Martin. Not Ricky Martin. Rick Martin. <laughs> okay. So just in case. Uh, yeah, I, wanted I still said, yo, to- this. <laughs> on the back. So, with that information, you guys got a little insight 
obviously, if you look on YouTube and stuff like that, they have uh, documentaries and all that good stuff for you to, you know, obviously hear more and learn more about this magnificent human being. <laughs> so with that said, how do we feel about Pedro Rodriguez Filo? I got to say, I'm not saying it's right to kill people. Not at all. I'm not saying it's right to rob people. Not at all. I do say it's amazing that I don't think there's anyone out there who owes this guy one. I don't think he ever goes to bed thinking, damn, man, this fucking guy got away with that. <laughs> and that must feel amazing. <laughs> you know what it is? Like, for, for real, like, think about it. People who robbed, framed you, robbed you, raped you, beat your mother's ass, killed, um, your, mother. killed your mother, killed your Wife. fiance, your kid, and you were able to go fucking Liam Neeson on them. I must feel. <laughs> I was looking for like the perfect <laughs> person. <laughs> I was actually trying to think of like the perfect person that will fit that description. Dude, this guy, like, <laughs> what is it that he says? I got to say, he's like, hey. skills. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I used them. Uh, ah, you got you to get that, man. <laughs> like, being able to do that must feel so fucked. I mean, listen, I live in New York City. So you deal with a lot of shit. A lot of people that you just wish was like, yep. oh, I wish I was, I wish I was like a badass. Where I could just go and just be like, what, 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 what were you gonna do? Like some shit like that, or like defend people that are, you know, like like weaker. Just oh man, just this guy, in my opinion, is a hero. In my opinion, also. So I say he deserves a pat on the back, a tipping of the hat, and a coke, Dude, and a I mean, coke and a smile, and a coke and smile. <laughs> Being able to like, when I think of rapists, that's one of the most horrible now, things, in my opinion. No, no, it is. It is one of the most horrible things. Now, what what I don't get is that why he would kill only rapists. You know, even though he killed. You know, different kinds, but they always explain he killed like rapists. What, yeah, was he raped when he was small? You know, probably, but, but not they never even explain it. maybe not. Maybe it's just maybe he just thinks um, like us, like you know, listen, I've never been raped, thank god. Yeah, but when I think about it, no, yeah, no, no, like somebody, I, I, I get that point, I get that who, point who preys on the weak, you know, because not only you know, kids or whatever, but. Mm -hmm. A rapist usually, 
I would want I want to say at least 99% of the time will always try to prey on someone they know they can overpower yeah. meaning somebody who is weaker than them. I mean you don't see a 5 foot 2 dude trying to rape a 6 foot 5 person. You don't see that. <laughs> so the fact that somebody who who takes the time to try to either rape a woman, rape a child, Obviously, we have a rapist, so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. And you can take vengeance on that? Must feel so fucking great. Ball and just do it. No, it must feel great when he did it in the freaking squad car. <laughs> that must feel freaking awesome. Like, I mean, picture it in a squad like car. I said, hey, I what don't are you in for? Oh, I'm a rapist. Oh, c- come here, motherfucker. Oh, 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 oh. Exactly. In the car? And just, and just the I'm cops just, just, opening the door and all you see is the body fall out. I'm just thinking about how he did it. I'm telling yeah, you, if I was I a am. cop, I'll fucking start applauding. <laughs> if I was a guard, like, especially again, and this is all, I mean, we don't know. He can say whatever and the report says, but if this mm-hmm. guy was truly killing, like, pieces of shit, if I was a guard, yo, this guy would get like the biggest room. I would treat him like a fucking king. Like, bro, you're doing society a favor. Eliminating all these roaches. Oh, roaches. I'm telling you. <laughs> but for those of you who are listening and watching, we want to hear your opinion on this. Again, we're not saying murder is the answer. We're not saying we applaud murder. But we do, I mean, I mean, I can't say we, I do applaud justice, real justice, not bullshit justice. I'm talking about you guys have heard me say this many, many times in in the podcast where I've said in, in situations like this, where somebody's beat, raped, killed, I believe in eye for an eye. If it's something simple, if it's something light, I mean, okay, people change. But when you take someone's life or or you, again, like a rape, something you overpower, you take it's, this person's dignity, like the life. you change them for life. Like, yeah, man. All right. So, um, so we want to hear from you guys. What do you think? Hero? Villain? Are you with or are you against this type of action? We want to hear what you got to say. So I think, yeah, I think we can leave this episode here. This has been the story of Pedro Rodriguez Filo, a.k.a. the real Dexter. I'm pretty sure he's the one who inspired the show. Yeah, that's what I think. I don't know. Maybe we got to look into it. Um. But yeah, again, I want to remind you, if you have not subscribed to the channel or the podcast, now is a great time to do so. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the video, share the video, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, leave us a review. Look for us on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow us at the Grim Fix Podcast. And again, we remind you, if you have a story you want us to discuss and talk about, Maybe you could be uh right the 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 topic of our next show. Send us your story at the Grim Fix Podcast at gmail.com. 
So until next week, please be safe. Peace. Peace. Peace, everyone.